Hey, welcome to today's story. Super glad you made it. Hope you enjoy it. Let me give you a little quick rundown of the, of the author and the title. So this is going to be by Crash. You can find them on Reddit by that name. Followed by four hyphens. The title is, My downstairs neighbor texted me that I was being too loud, but I wasn't home. So let's get into the story. I really hope you enjoy it. Thanks for being around and uh, make it to the end. My phone buzzed in my pocket. I was out at a bar and three and a half cosmopolitans deep, tipsy, maybe somewhat pickled, but not totally gone. I pulled my phone out of my pocket. I had one new text from my downstairs neighbor who texted me very seldomly. Could you quit stomping around up there, please? It's very late. I sensed the aggravation in her tone. One time, I held a messy party on a Wednesday night and actually received a noise complaint from my landlord, whom she had spilled the beans to. Since then, I was cautious not to be too noisy. I stepped lightly. I told any guests to leave at a reasonable time. This was odd, though, considering the fact that I wasn't even home. In fact, the bar I was in was about four cities over from my apartment anyway. I wasn't even in town. What do you mean? I texted back. I'm not home. My phone buzzed again before I even had time to fully put it away in my pocket. I can hear you up there, and whoever else is with you, please. It is very late, and I'm trying to sleep. At this point, I slipped away from my friend group, all dancing and drinking and partying, and headed outside. All the smokers were outside. I just hoped none of the men made any unsolicited remarks on my body while I was out there. There just seems to be something about a group of drunk men versus an unaccompanied tipsy woman. It's like they can't help themselves. They just have to say something. I heard a whistle from beside me. I walked a little further to get away from them and heard a, Hey, sexy, from behind me. I dared not respond with even a look in their direction. The task at hand was to call my neighbor. Hopefully I wouldn't come across as totally delirious, just for a little while at least. I had to mask the subtle drunkenness. She answered the phone within seconds of me dialing. Hey, I said. Could you please keep it down? She said, obviously frustrated and exhausted. I'm telling you, really, I'm not home. Okay, then who is? Because clearly someone is stomping around up there. No one, seriously. I left earlier today and will be back tomorrow. I can completely assure you the place is empty. I could tell she didn't believe me. Here, I said. Just FaceTime me for a second. Fine, she replied. She joined the FaceTime call and I showed her my surroundings. I gave her a look that said, See? I think she was probably in bed. It was too dark where she was to actually get a clear look at her face. Oh, she said, her voice reflecting that she suddenly believed me. You're sure no one is up there while you're away? I'm sure. Really, no one is there. Maybe you're hearing the next suite over or something? Maybe, she said. Have a good night. You too, I told her, my tone annoyed with her pestering. We hung up. I walked back by the smokers and let myself back into the bar. I ignored any subsequent catcalling as I did so. It took a second to find my friends again. The music was loud and the lights were flashing. Once they saw me, I saw their hands go up. I waved back enthusiastically and rejoined the group. We continued dancing and drinking the night away. Hours later, we all fell sloppily into our hotel room, in a drunken pile. We slept until our wake-up alarm in the morning. After a complimentary breakfast at the hotel, we hit the road. I was last to be dropped off. 
a chauffeur of a best friend pulled up to my apartment, ensuring we'd do that again sometime and have nights out more frequently. We said our goodbyes and she drove away as my key opened the main doors. Next, I let myself into my suite on the fourth floor. Good old 412. And I walked into such disaster and disarray that I stepped back outside to make sure I had entered the correct suite. There on the door in gold lettering were the numbers 412. Yeah, I was home. I flicked on a light and carefully explored my now unfamiliar surroundings. Dishes and cups had fallen to the floor and smashed. Raining shards of glass all over. Two knives stuck into the wall right beside where my family portrait hung, which looked like it had been scribbled over with Sharpie. Blankets and pillows in the living room had an assortment of goo on them that I was afraid to touch, but I noticed it gave off a metallic smell. I explored further, eyes bulging and muscles tensed. In the bathroom, the sink was plugged with a pair of my socks and filled with water. I found three more pairs of socks in the toilet and two in the garage. In my bedroom, the final area I had to search, more of that weird goo littered my bed, some of it dripping onto the floor and becoming crusty in the carpet. My socks and underwear drawer had obviously been rifled through. I had about $250 of cash and my currency kept in my room as well. It was always stored safely in my bedside table, which I had a lock on it. I found the cash in my sock drawer. The cash had obviously been moved, but none of it was taken. In a panic, I called my downstairs neighbor again. Hello, she answered. What did you hear last night? What did it sound like? Someone has been in my suite. There was a pause of silence before she spoke again. Hmm? she asked. Last night, when you said there were noises coming from my suite. Again a pause, then she spoke. I didn't hear anything last night. Sorry to be unable to help, but I've been away on vacation for the past week. I don't get back until Thursday, so uh, I really can't help you out here. Sorry. I ran my hand through my hair. I felt disoriented and in a way that no amount of alcohol has ever made me feel. No, I said. You called me last night. I assure you I didn't. Look, I gotta go. I'm sorry you were robbed or whatever, but I'm a four-hour plane ride away. I, I can't help. Completely confused, I managed to stutter a quick, Oh, okay, before I heard her hang up the phone. Suddenly, I felt something fall onto my head, and it was a sock. Thank you for making it this far. I really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed the story, and I really, really thank you for uh, just taking the time to listen to this story. If you'd like to support the channel, please consider subscribing. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter or even join my Discord. If you want to go even a step beyond that, I do have a Patreon, and I do have memberships available on YouTube, so if you want to support the channel and help things continue going, then that would be uh, our best bet. So thank you very much for, for staying and for listening. I hope to see you in the next one. Have a great day, and take care.